We have been given a fresh start. We have been reconciled to God, and we, in turn, can give hope to others by making an appeal for God's forgiving love to them as well. Join us today as we continue our series on how love reigns. Life has its ups and downs. Life can be fun. Life is sometimes hectic. And life is full of choices. Welcome to Venture, the podcast that brings the biblical truth to the ventures that we face in this world and live in today. Hey everybody, welcome back to another Venture Podcast. I'm your host, Dan Wills, lead pastor at Venture Church in Bellevue, Nebraska. And as always, so thankful that you've taken some time to be with us today, uh, wherever you are at. You've taken the time to download this podcast. And we believe that for that reason, God has placed you where you need to be. And that we are praying, as always, that he will give you a reason and purpose of why he has you where you are at. So last week, uh, we celebrated Easter. It was Easter Sunday. It was a holy week, obviously all uh, the week prior to for this podcast. Um, and we began a new series titled Love Reigns. And, and we celebrated this miraculous resurrection of Jesus Christ because his victory over death is proof that he is the true king over everything. And we committed once again to live under the reign of Jesus' love so that we might become more like him. Today, as we continue in this series, we will consider the ways that the love of God reigns over our past, okay? Because, because of Jesus' work on the cross, we do not have to be controlled by the mistakes or, or the miscues that, that happened long ago. Many people believe that their past is a hindrance to their present and their future. It can be a heavy burden to bear especially when you feel weighed down by previous choices that, that you've made. Uh, one area in life where the past can have such difficult consequences, believe it or not, is in sports. Almost every sport on earth has some story about a team or a, a franchise or organization that has had bad luck because of their past. One of the most famous streaks of misfortune came upon the best Boston Red Sox when in 1919, uh, Harry Frizee, made the decision to sell the famous Bay Ruth to the Yankees. Okay? Many fans believe that this decision was the inauguration of an 86-year-old's route in world championships. And it was not until 2004 that it was finally broken. For, for 86 years, they, were, they bore the burden, believing that they could never get past their past. There are many other supposed legends of bad luck based on the past, uh, such as the so-called Madden curse. Uh, you might not have heard that. Uh, Madden is a, is a football game on video uh, platforms like uh, video game platforms like uh, PlayStation 3 and 2 and you know all those and Xboxes and all that kind of stuff, okay? Uh, but for the longest time, the Madden curse was whoever was put on the cover the following year, they had the worst season ever or got hurt or something on that lines. And it was kind of the same thing for a Sports Illustrated cover. Um, they had the same problem. Every time somebody was put on there, it seemed like something would happen. Our past doesn't just weigh us down in the sports world, though. Many, many of us can probably point to one or two decisions which we have made that we have trouble living down. You know, some decisions are just honest mistakes that do not have many consequences, while 
Others can have devastating effects that, that last for years, right? Though we cannot change our past, even if many of us would love to, we can assure that our past <clears throat> does not control our present nor our future. The Gospels are, are full of stories of, of individuals with, with shady pasts uh, experiencing a fresh start because of their interactions with Jesus. Uh, the New Testament often speaks about the transforming power of Jesus' selfless sacrifice on the cross and his triumphant resurrection from the grave. When people placed their trust in Jesus, they, they were different. They, they were forgiven and they were made new. It is the greatest news of all that all of our decisions, even those that have caused guilt and shame, can be nullified by Jesus' love. You know, Paul speaks to this truth in, in 2 Corinthians chapter 5. Uh, in fact, that's where we're going to read from today, starting with verse 17. I'm, I'm going to read out of the NIV today. Uh, here's what it says. It says, Therefore, if anyone is in Christ, the new creation has come. The old has gone. The new is here. And so let's kind of pause there because Paul sets up this verse by by bragging on God's amazing love that, that would offer Jesus' life to rescue ours, right? And this, wears, this is where we find that word, therefore. He's setting it up, therefore. Uh, it is because of God's love that we are who in Christ are a new creation. And this phrase, in Christ, is used often within the New Testament. It, in fact, it is used nearly 216 times just in Paul's letters. It's, it's a way of showing connection and union to Jesus. And, and when we are united with Jesus because of our faith in him, we experience a transformation that, that makes us new. In order for this newness to be a reality, the old has to be removed. And so that brings me to, to what we're going to, talk, what we're going to co- cover today, what we're going to be re- basically talking about today. It's, we're going to ask the question, how, how do we let love reign over our past? Because that's what we've been talking about. How do we let love reign, right? Well, this time we're going to be talking about over our past. How do we let it lo- uh, love reign over our past? And the first point I want to make on this is, and we have to embrace this familiar saying, okay? You've, you've probably heard this. This is nothing new, uh, but we have to embrace this. The first thing I want to point out is we have to have, we have to say out with the old and in with the new. And not just say, but we have to live it, okay? Out with the old and in with the new. The love of God removes all of the old sin, shame, guilt, mistakes, and failures from our lives. And when God's love reigns in us, it, it overpowers the hold that, that all the old things used to have in our lives, However, it has to be cleaned up and space made for new things that God wants to do in us. And so I'm going to kind of give you an example of what I'm talking about here. My wife and I, in the last eight years, uh, remodeled our home on our own, uh, most of it on our own, I'll say it that way. Our house, when we bought it, was was straight out of the 1950s. And, and if you know what I'm talking about, you know what I'm talking about, right? <laughs> it's just that, that look that just... It's outdated, you know. Now, I don't want to offend anybody that their if their home still looks that way and then it's still from the 1950s, that's okay. It's just not what we wanted to have. We just didn't want that look. And so, when our realtor was showing us the house and we wanted to make an offer on it, he asked, "Are you sure?" There's a lot of work that has to be done, and we of course said, "Told him yes," because we could see the potential under the old stuff. We we could see what it was, what it would look like new when we redid it. But to make it look new, we had to demo the old, right? And demo day is fun, right? That's when you get to crash into stuff and break stuff and throw stuff and just have fun with it, right? Because because you get to destroy stuff, right? It is when a remodel begins, really. And and everything old is removed 
often by force, to make way for the new materials, right? Well, when God comes into our lives, he does not simply overlook our sinful past. Instead, he forgives it and removes it so that it does not have power over over us anymore. We confess our past to Jesus in order to experience his radical forgiveness. To confess means to agree with God. When we confess, we we acknowledge the old sinful ways as old and and outdated. And when we confess, we agree to allow God to replace those those sinful ways with godly ways that are new and and better. You know, we go from telling lies to speaking truth, from from being selfish to being selfless, from from spreading gossip to offering encouragement, and from burning with anger to to be filled with joy, right? And when remodeling a house, it's important to remove all of this old and rotten pieces and replace them with new and fresh materials. Why? Because if you do not take out the old parts, then they are destined to, to come back to haunt you. For example, if you if you don't know this, if you if you're going to doing some remodeling and you tear down you know drywall and you get to the studs and everything and the studs are rotten, you know it just because it it's been there for a while doesn't mean it's just going to stay that way. They'll continue to rot, and so you have to remove those pieces. Otherwise, the wall will eventually fall down, even if you put all new stuff around it, okay? So when we try to live as a new creation while holding on to our past vices, we will end up frustrated, and our relationship with God and others always suffers. We have to allow God to remove it all. Start start us fresh with a renewed heart and instill within us a desire to live for him. And the Bible says it like this. Psalm 103.12 says, As far as the east is from the west... So far has, his, has he removed our transgressions from us. And we learn that word transgressions means sin. Okay, We do not have to walk around defeated and full of shame anymore. If you are a Christian and a disciple of Christ, you can be confident in the fact that, that you have been forgiven and your sin has been removed as far as the east is from the west. Now, if you're having a hard time picturing what you know east from the west, well, that's just you look one way and go the other direction. Well, no, you got to think about it in the terms of uh, is, is is looking at the earth, right? And, and if we go from east and start walking west, right, we could continue walking around to the point we actually end up back to where we started all the way in the east. It's a continuation. It never stops, in other words, right? And so you are a new creation. Your past does not control your present nor your future, okay? So let's read on in our scriptures, uh, 2 Corinthians uh, chapter 5. Now we're on verse 18. All this is from God who reconciled us to himself through Christ and gave us the ministry of reconciliation, that God was reconciling the world to himself in Christ, not counting people's sins against them. And he has committed to us the message of reconciliation. We are therefore Christ's ambassadors as though God were making his appeal through us. We implore you on Christ's behalf, be reconciled to God. And again, that's 18 through 20. This, this is all of God's gracious gift. It's, it's all from him. And this means that, that getting past our past is not something that we can do on our own. See, we cannot overcome our mistakes or make up for them by doing good things. God has reconciled us to himself. Though our sin broke our relationship with him, his love reigns over our sin and makes us right with him. And so when we confess our sin against God and receive his forgiveness, we experience a restored relationship with him. Love reigns in us and and we are made new. 
Not only that, but but we we then become conduits of this reigning love for others around us, which leads to my second point on how to let love reign over our past. It's this. Let God's love for us show through us. Let God's love for us show through us. God is interested in the entire world being reconciled to himself. He does not want anyone to live a life that is weighed down by a sinful past or shackled by shame and guilt. God extended grace to us through Jesus' death and resurrection. Now, we are to be ambassadors who implore others to, to confess their sin and be reconciled to God as well. And so I want to make sure that we understand something here. Okay? A love for God is better caught than taught. Okay? A, a love for God is better caught than taught. People want to see you live it out. We could tell people all day long about being a Christian and, and what it's like to have our past wiped clean, but people do not want to have you lecture them. They want to see you live it, right? Now, you might find that rare person that needs that lecture. That, that, that's the only way they're going to hear it. I get that. So I, I understand that point. But majority of people you know, don't want you lecturing them. They want to see you live it out. And if they see the joy that comes from knowing God and the freedom from being united with Christ in your life, then they may be drawn to a reconciled life with God as well. A love for God is contagious. And then people will want to hear that it means something to you once they see it, right? All right, so let me kind of give you an example of how this works, okay? If, you, if I told you to go share with somebody about your favorite movie, sports team, you know, a family member, something else that you really care about, Okay. That would probably not be a challenge. Okay. Um, it would be easy to tell something, somebody about, um, what you like to do, what you're passionate about. Right now, it would be different if I told you to tell the person next to you about how exciting it was to, to go visit your DMV or, or your recent meeting with your tax accountant right now with, with tax season, especially if you owe taxes, right. Or, or the last visit with your dentist, how, how passionate you are about it. Okay. It doesn't exist. Okay. Our passion is evident when we share with others. It really is. And so when a person really loves something or someone, they cannot help but tell other people about it. It just oozes out of them. It becomes natural, right? And when we really love God and his love truly reigns in our lives, then talking about him and celebrating his love for us should be second nature, right? So here's what I'm telling you. Tell your story. Share how your past has been forgiven. Let people know who you were before you met Jesus and how you met Jesus and who you are now, that he has changed your life. It's your testimony, okay? That's, when I say tell your story, it's basically telling your testimony. Old school ways, tell your testimony, okay? But in reality, it's just tell your story. Tell them, tell them how you were before, how you met Jesus, and how you are afterwards, right? Okay. See, Jesus wants to make his appeal to the world through the way we live and the things that we say. It has been made possible through the person of Jesus Christ. And so let's read on what he, what he, what's being said in 2 Corinthians chapter 5. We're in verse 21. He says, God made him who had no sin to be sin for us so that in him we might become the righteousness of God. Okay? Jesus took on our sin, our mistakes, our brokenness, and past shame, and nailed it to the cross. He became sin on our behalf, even though he was perfect and sinless. It was an act of love for him to die for us, 
even as we were still sinners and are still sinners. And this leads to my third and final point on how love reigns over our past. And we need to understand this, okay? Here's what, it, here's what I'm talking about. Our wrongness is replaced by God's righteousness, right? Our wrongness is replaced by God's righteousness. There is an incredible exchange that, that takes place at the cross of Calvary. Jesus takes on our wrong way of living, and we are given the righteousness of God. The Greek meaning behind this righteousness is the idea that we are approved in the eyes of God. His righteousness is his divine approval. Now, maybe some of you uh, listening on this podcast, okay, need to hear this today. If you are united with Christ, if you are in him by your profession of faith, then, then God does not see you see your sinful past, okay? He, he looks through the blood of Jesus Christ and sees you as forgiven. It seems too good to be true, but that is the good news of the gospel. Okay, I, I recently read a story about a, a company that made a cake mix to sell in grocery stores. And they expected this cake mix to be wildly successful because their ingredient list and instructions were so simple. Okay, All the public had to do was buy the cake mix, go home, dump it in a bowl, add a certain amount of water, put it in a caking pan, pan and bake it. That's it. <laughs> no other ingredients. You had to buy anything else. Okay. And to their surprise, it didn't work. <laughs> okay. It didn't work. They did not sell as they had anticipated. After doing some research, they're like, well, why didn't it do this? Well, they found out that their customers were uneasy about buying a cake mix that only required water. It just seemed too easy. And therefore it must not be trustworthy. So here's what they did. They changed the ingredients and the instructions to include this at a single egg. <laughs> That's it. Okay. Single egg and water and sales spiked. They just went through the roof and the cake mix was super successful. Here's what I know. I have often found that the truth God has forgiven us of our past by the life, death, and resurrection of Jesus Christ for people is too good to be true and far too simple to trust. People think that way. And many of us think that we have to add it to some kind of retribution that is not required or by trying to earn something that is priceless. You, you just can't. There's not enough that will get you there, okay? The reality is this. We are invited to simply receive the love of God and allow it to reign in our lives. Then and only then will we experience the joy and freedom of a new life. That is how you let love reign over your past. Amen. This concludes another episode of Venture Podcast. I want to thank you for joining us today. And my hope is that you'll continue being a partner with us uh, by joining us next week as we continue our series on how love reigns. We'll talk to you soon. If you'd like to know more about Venture Podcast and Venture Ministries, or you'd like to help support us financially, please visit us at VentureChurch.ch.